Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. The first weekend of the NCAA tournament is the greatest betting event of the year. Whether you're filling out a bracket, picking a national champion, predicting first-round upsets, or all the above, my bookie is the perfect home for your March Madness fun. I, I don't know if you're a betting guy or you're a betting person or not a betting person. You know the answers or you don't know the answers. Doesn't matter. My bookie is the way to get in on the action. Even you crazy multiple bracket having guys, they have it for you here. So my bookie has been in business for years. Their goal is to give you the best customer service in the business. And the best part is they pay out fast when you win. I'm talking within 48 hours. So bet with the best and use your set your March Madness bracket up right here with them. Uh, if you deposit with my bookie today with promo code Mighty, you get a 50% sign up bonus. That's promo code Mighty. With my bookie, you play, you win, and you get paid. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. All you gotta do is trust me. Johnny G, fuckboy. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty studios is my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. There it is. Also joining me in the High and Mighty studios. First time guest, long time, <laughs> I was going to say long time knowing each other, but more specifically long time me knowing you, and then short time us knowing each other, which is exciting. Guys, I got Kevin Pereira hey, in the studio. what's up, man? Time is relative. It's all good. Yeah, it's, it's all a good. flat circle, dog. I, dude, my favorite miracles would be, I guess, of birth and whip until... <laughs> This moment right here, because that intro is a fucking miracle. I've heard it. I've, I, you know, I'm a fan. I listen all the time. And I even hear you describe it to people. And you go like, oh, yeah, you didn't know it was going to be frothy. I was going to be whipping around. That was that was magnetic. It's pretty high energy. Yeah. 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 And you, for, for 11 a.m. on a weekday, <laughs> sort of still in my pajamas. You also <laughs> stared daggers into the lighting fixture on the ceiling while it was going on. Yeah. Okay. What were you? I think my eyes rolled back in my head. I think I was doing like tongues at one yeah, point. Suddenly you're surrounded by a, a bloody pentagram and a headless chicken. But well done. You opened a portal. Yeah. Well, whoops. Here we go. Evil incarnate has arrived upon West Hollywood. We're all fucked. Thanks uh, for having me, man. Oh, please. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. So we talk. 
I, I think when we first uh, met each other, you messaged me. You were like, you did a video. You did an episode about video games. Oh, I was I was pissed. Yeah, I know. I was uh, like, how dare you? I was like, I've done a few. Yeah. You have to come do it. And then, of course, four months later, we're doing it. Happy to, man. That's they've been as you were saying right before we hit record. Um, you can sort of checkpoint periods of your life by which cartridge you were blowing into or right. what what pair of uh, polygonal sharp boobs you were controlling <laughs> on a monitor at any given point and i'm the exact same way exactly like i know yeah. planning my wedding with my wife was also the time of skyrim <laughs> <laughs> and they're sort of what were neck, you more concerned sort of with neck and neck of what i was dealing with i was like look you you figure out the plates and fork situation i gotta make some gloves <laughs> <laughs> exactly around uh, the time i got skyrim i also got my first vaporizer and it worked out oh, like a perfect man. timing for yeah. like i could then smoke weed in my apartment without stinking it up were you skyrim on pc on console i was on xbox, on I was xbox. Co- yeah, okay. yeah and you only bought it the one time i uh, bought i bought the i got as a gift a the 4k uh xbox one upgrade yeah. did you go through it again no i did not okay i'm yeah, sitting on it i'm currently going through shadow of war on uh shadow of okay. uh, the lord of the rings game yeah yeah i enjoyed the first one a lot the second one is way too similar but i'm still having a blast i bought skyrim three times and <laughs> i think i've made it to is it white run Yes. What? I made it there. That's not that far. That, <laughs> <Right>. Precisely. <laughs> the problem I have with that fucking game is like it's the whole the whole point to me as it was sold to my friends is like you play it however you want, man. You want to be a thief, you want to be the barbarian, you want to be the the, the, kill the everybody, magic castle. Kill nobody. Yeah, yeah, great. Okay, I'm in. I go to somebody's house, just walk right in. Nobody's home. I go downstairs around three corners, go to a bookshelf, look at an apple, press the wrong button. I take it. Suddenly the entire country knows that I'm a thief. <laughs> right. And there's a bounty and on my like, head. get out of town. It's like, well, I, just took, I accidentally took an apple. Yeah, yeah. I just was just checking it out to see how much it weighed. <laughs> and now I'm the known thief throughout the universe. And it just it made me feel like, oh, I want to play this game and I want to play it in this way. But I don't know the limitations of the engine and I don't want to upset the world. I don't want to upset my character. Forget it. uh, uh, That's funny you say that. My issue with Skyrim and now all RPGs, and it might be my undoing, is I have this weird, and it's partial OCD and then it's partially metaphorical for my entire life, in that when choosing a class, I'm always like, oh, I want to do an archer. That's a fun idea. I'll just be like a rogue archer. And then I do like 20 levels and I'm like, Okay, am I gonna do sixty levels as like a rogue archer? Because like maybe I kind of want to use a sword and shield, like a high defense. That would be a fun. Then I do yeah, that. Hanging I make out that in these character. bushes and waiting for an NPC to do its walk routine back right. towards me, so I can hit it with an arrow. Uh, yeah, no, 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 I just like, want to get in and bash the shit out of them. Right, and then you're like, oh, cool, yeah. So let me do that, and then you play that to twenty levels. You're like, it would be fun to kind of like do magic, and I'm like, all right, let me make a magic. And the yeah. next thing I know, I have eight level 20 characters that are all like as far as white run yep. and no further and no end game because I can't I can't commit <laughs> and right. it's like there's something like so Skyrim it, really parallels life in many many ways it, it maps it maps directly <laughs> to my career in which I'm like maybe it's podcasting maybe it's live comedy maybe it's uh, movies maybe it's TV maybe it's this I'm trying everything and I'm like not putting enough effort in any to really commit to getting a level 60 warrior and with elite weaponry instead I'm just like I've got 10 medium like it's the jack of all <laughs> trades thing I have like 10 mediumly yeah. successful things I'm still waiting for the 4k remake of attack of the show because I'm 
I'm like, man, I got nothing else. That was my one trick. I can't wait for someone to remaster that shit and for that to come back in vogue. Oh, what a what a that's your Twilight Zone episode. Is that Attack of the Show comes back, but you're ten years older and it's in four K. <laughs> and you're like, oh no, I look no. even clean. I look even crisper. Help the, me. The technology advanced and it's my undoing. Right. Nobody wants to watch this. And thankfully, I don't think people were tuning in for my aesthetic. So yeah, no, I think yeah. I think I'm okay. <laughs> if I remember correctly, it was always a two-hander. <laughs> sure, a two-headed Very hydra. Specific and really other only hand. needed one. <laughs> yeah. Really, just needed one. Maybe my feet. I'll, I'll walk and carry, but no. Um, yeah, I, I really, 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 absolutely love Skyrim. But I, I, ha- I had that issue that I couldn't play the world I want. But the the issue that you're describing about not wanting to commit to a character that was me in Diablo. Diablo is one of my favorite games of all time. Same. And I would get in there, and and even though I did eventually get to the end of most with a certain character, I had that exact same that I don't want to say FOMO, but I'm going to. Yes, it like, is FOMO. Well, I'm raising the dead, and that's cool, but shit, shouldn't I be in there? Shouldn't I be mixing it up and bashing shit with shields yeah. and swords? And then I'd go and reroll. And it's only because you kind of get tired of one style of play. Yeah. Even when you get really good, you're like, now I've unlocked where I'm just like, I can kind of wipe out a group of monsters, no problem. And I'm like, am I having fun anymore? Like, no, yeah, no yeah. you're not. No. <laughs> That's the thing about Diablo. I, I played Diablo with a couple of buddies from home. Uh, and we actually were playing up until like a year and a half ago. We started playing Diablo again. 3? Yeah. yeah. We started playing again. And uh, my friend, uh, I'll shout him out on the pod. He'll hate this. JP. JP breaks those games for us in that he like is like, Dude, oh, I dude, figured out dude. the exact way. I, like, I, I, I taped 13 Prima Strategy Guides together and I found out <laughs> if you spec this spell with this armor, with this gem, with this socketed trinket, exactly. I can walk out of the town and the whole world fucking explodes. Is that fun? <laughs> no. Exactly. He's like the dude who's like, no. I've got my damage up to this number. I'm like, well then I'm just tagging along on these group dungeon attacks because you're just like decimating everyone. You're getting a sloppy loot seconds. Right, exactly. Like Diablo comes out, says this, I'm going to fucking destroy and then he explodes into loot and then you Great, I right. guess we continue on. Right, I know. I've never been the guy who's like, okay, I'm going to keep fighting until I get the helmet that I need because the helmet that I need will, uh, you know, like punch up this one skill and then if that'll be the final. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I can't think like that. He like hacks the game until he breaks it for even us playing with him. We're like, how if I'm not having fun having you on my team. How are you right. having fun? And then... The, and I realized like that's two different ways to play the game. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to get stoned and wander around and, and blow people up. I want to pick up every shiny thing, and if it might be marginally better than the weapon I have, I'm going to swap it out. Yeah, why not I, I try something look, new? I'm like, ooh, 144 armor versus 142. My fiance uh, moves a poof to the front of the room and squats as close as she can because she refuses to get LASIK or wear glasses. <laughs> so she sits nose to the TV uh, and will read every stat and read every line and then look back at me and go, okay. This is plus two to dexterity, but I lose 0.03% of my mana regeneration, and I'm regretting committing to her. <laughs> Every second she's saying this, I'm like, just fucking switch the armor out. You're level 10. Yeah. Just wait it doesn't you, matter. Wait You're going to try to buy else. a couch together. Oh, God. <laughs> you think, oh, no. you I'm going to roll a new character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I need a new NPC. Um, Diablo was a huge game. So from, good. Uh, to be fair, I think the Blizzard games and... and I know they are like act like ro- like huge popular games, but to me they were like the games. For sure. Like StarCraft, Warcraft, and Diablo were like I was just like and they were doing the thing where it's like one would come out every year and a mm-hmm. half or whatever and you could just keep jumping. You're like, I haven't played anything besides a Blizzard game for like a chunk of 100%, my twenties. Hundred yeah. percent. When they you know, 
Um, Did you play WoW when it came out? I played World of Warcraft uh, religiously for a minute. I was a huge EverQuest guy before oh, that. Oh, see, I, so my friends were EverQuest. I never, I never did it. Never. I never did it because I was like afraid because it, it came out like when I was in like high school and college and I was like, I don't need to fuck with that. But then World of Warcraft came out and I was like, I like the idea that EverQuest was massive multi uh, MMORPG, but I just never got into it. But now You're it's like, the same thing. I'm not sure. Heroin? Yeah. But when, when it's like <laughs> meth? No, thank you. Meth that's branded with Blizzard. Wizard characters. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it got you was the IP was yeah, having because, the orcs. Because I love because from- I loved Warcraft. I'm like, oh that's fun. And for me, that's like you know, kind of on epic fantasy in a way. That's kind of why I like the Lord of the Rings, uh, the Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War games. Okay. But that's just like that's Arkham Asylum with swords and sure. bows and arrows. And but if that's, that's what you're into. Me. Yeah, exactly. Because Arkham Asylum like those like it's a half puzzle game, half smash the X button. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> this is perfect. Dude, look at me. this new combo. What do you do? <laughs> Press X one extra time. Yeah. All right. I'm going to finish it with this Y button, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Holy shit, man. But you it really works. locked this game. It yeah. works. You know, it's easy to go, oh, it's just, it's mashing these combos and watching your character do a trick. But back in the days of like a, like a double dragon, you had only two buttons. Right, right. That was it. So your combos were just as pedantic. Like, you were either had to fight a giant bald guy with a mustache or a chick with a whip, and you yeah. had no weapons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wait. It's that giant bald guy with a mustache, but now he's slightly purpler. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> oh, must be. Okay. He's even tougher. Exactly. Yeah. Is he blinking red yet? Oh, I love God. that that was a universal communication. He's That fading. someone was yeah. fading and yeah. dying. Like, oh, they're blinking red. They're real mad. God, I love Double Dragon, but my favorite side-scrolling fighting game from NES was River City Ransom. Oh, my God. God, classic. It had a little bit of the RPG element of like, you can get... I got some money, I'm going to buy some stuff. Yeah, Stonefist, Dragon Hands, you can like upgrade your, like you can get better with weapons and stuff like that and like eat sushi to get like willpower or whatever. And I was like, that game like unlocked a little something in me when I was like, and I don't know what the RPG element is, like what is it that makes us... Is it the sort of like self improvement thing of like yeah it's progression it's, like, it's super it's like it's got a little bit of that superhero vibe to it where it's like you're getting better even though you're like a fat idiot stone sitting on your couch like your avatar's getting better and you're like 100%. I'm improving yes. I'm working hard yeah, at yeah. a pace that would be uh, impossible to do in the real world like Grant you know when it was a Grant was it a San Andreas the Grand Theft Auto it's like <laughs> oh my character can't swim or he he gets fatigued very quickly and he 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 doesn't have a lot of strength. Let me go to the gym in the video game, mash X a thousand times, do 400 reps, and suddenly, oh yeah, I'm fucking, I'm jacked. Meanwhile, in real life, you would have like rhabdomyolysis and like be like shitting blood if you just went and did 400 bench presses. You know, arms would fall off. Yeah, the only person who knows I'm improving myself to this level is the Postmates guy. Right, right. He's just like, oh, you're still, okay, all right. All right, man. Do you want to take some of these old cartons? It's not technically my job, but But I will. I want to help you. Do you want me to call the Discovery Channel and get some like- reality show in here to clean up yeah. your house are you rooted we could get a we could get a crane <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i i think it's that self-improvement thing for sure and thinking back to your, like your buddy who plays diablo and wants to break the game right. that's the ultimate level of that hey you fucking orc you gave me a challenge uh, you know a year ago now i walk into a room and your entire lineage dies right, like right. i erase your entire family right, it's yeah. orc genocide <laughs> yeah. that's that kind of self-improvement thing <laughs> nagging at it but i was a master system kid man i'm jealous that you had river city ransom oh were you sega we were in we were in nintendo <laughs> yeah i think that means we fight with switchblade comes now it was to me sega was like for the cooler kids and nintendo what? like in my head that's what it was growing Fuck, up okay i'll take it sega i mean i read the blake harris's console wars yeah, yeah and yeah. uh 
Sega was like advertised, marketed as, and it worked on me. The Genesis the, era. Yeah, the Genesis era. Yeah. yeah it that, worked it worked out where you were like, that's for the cool kids. That's mm-hmm. skateboarding mm-hmm. the video games. Yeah. 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 You you watch scrambled porn after midnight, right. and your parents probably don't give a fuck because <laughs> yeah. you have a Sega Genesis. <laughs> right. Uh, I it was not that way in the 8-bit era. The Master System was the far inferior console to the NES, just rem- in terms of library. Oh, hell yeah. I remember my buddy had uh Sega Master System, and the only game that I liked on it was Altered Beast. And was that even maybe Genesis? That was probably Genesis. Jesus. Well, you know what? They did end up releasing Altered Beast for the Master System, but I think it came out... That could be crazy. I think it came out Genesis first, and then they were like... There was a the handful of games that came out later... For the Master System, because the Master System was still selling in Brazil and oh wow, and, and uh, Sega other CD predates uh, predates uh, Genesis, right? No, was, you got the Genesis, and then you could buy CD the Sega CD upgrade. Was added on, and then to you could Gen- buy the 32X upgrade. And at that point, you're building a Lego Transformer that can play nothing fun. Yeah, it can do I remember nothing good. The Se- we got my friend got Sega CD for Christmas. I like rode my bike over, and we're like, dude, we got Sega CD games. There's games on discs. We put in Sewer Shark, and it was just like a six <laughs> 60 second cutscene where you died at the end. Over yeah. and over again, yeah. I was like, "What is this fucking game? <laughs> it costs like fifty dollars." Sure did, sure did. A thumbnail size grainy video of a guy like calling you dog meat or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and you're exactly. like, okay, but what's the game? Uh, you're basically flying through a colonoscopy right. and shooting at digital bats, and, and that's it, it. And it makes no sense. And it's like it's sort of like when Dragon's Lair came out in the arcade, yeah. and everyone was like, "Dude, it's like real video." And you're like, "But the game is awful to play." Yeah. <laughs> Now, did you were you huge in the arcade scene? Were you- yes, like kind of. The arcade was my grandfather growing up like loved casinos, but he would take us to Nathan's on the boardwalk on Long Island where there was a huge arcade and he'd be like we used to like my grandfather was very generous and my parents worked like weekends and shit like that so he was always just taking us around and stuff mm-hmm. and he's like, "Let's go to the boardwalk and be like, "All right." And he'd give us like five dollars and quarters each which is like an unreal amount of money yeah, yeah. you can beat x-men and teenage mutant ninja turtles Ex- yo me and my brother would, me and my brother would be on the drive to the boardwalk i'm like 10 he's eight i'm like okay i'm colossus you're <laughs> you're wolverine we and we we're like pop up how much money are we gonna get he's like i'll give you guys each five dollars we're like okay we can spend two dollars and 25 cents on like you know we'd be like Oh, did you put in eight lives already? Don't put in any more. Like, I mean, my brother would just like try to beat these games together. Yeah. And arcades are like nearly unbeatable. Yeah, by design. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, I have we have a main cabinet now at the office, and oh, you can go awesome. into the the ROM switches of the arcade, and you can see all the vendor settings, right? And you can just on a game like Mortal Kombat, you can make. Uh, the and you can obviously change the difficulty of the AI. Uh, you can make uh, punches do way more damage or whatever else, and just it, it's all these options designed to screw kids out of their quarters. Oh. Here's the average time of your life. Here's the this, that, the other, and so that's why, like at some arcades, you can crush a machine, and then at others, you put in your twenty five cents, and it's like, no, you died. Oh, interesting. You got to try again. There's all these little dip switch settings that used to be little hardware settings on the arcade. You'd open it up. Flip the switches. You could change the price of the machine, change the difficulty, and it's like they were just designed to suck your quarters. That was it. Oh, I was. uh, We and the arcade was the other option. Like uh, my dad worked evenings, and in the summer we'd go to the beach every day. But if it rained, we would go to the mall and hit the arcade in a movie theater. And that was we were a little older at that point. I'd be like. 12 going to the arcade and that's when the Dungeons and Dragons game was out on arcade and I fucking 
loved well, it. Oh, that was that the side scroller one? We had yeah. different classes. You could like cycle through magic and yes, stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and it was God. like it, it, in hindsight, it was like it was just giving me enough of the art RPG. Uh, like it gave me like the gauntlet level of fantasy that I I was desiring in a video yeah. game, and I enjoyed it so much. And then like eventually, I was able to jump to like the better RPGs that started coming out on the home systems. And then eventually, as I mentioned with the Blizzard stuff. I got into like PC gaming and that's like when in college my friends were all playing fucking Madden and um, NCAA football sure. and I was in my room playing Diablo. You were mainlining. Yes, I was like <laughs> fucking searching yeah, for I webbing was, between the toes. I was like we had I was like <laughs> Oh, here's here's a good example. Also talking about tent pulling uh, your life with video games. Freshman year of college, someone comes in the room, comes in my room and and I'm like I hear something playing. I'm like someone's blasting something on their computer speakers. I'm like, "Are you playing Age of Empires? And he's like, yeah, we're playing Age of Empires 2. I'm like, oh, I've never played 2. He's like, you gotta buy 2. And I'm like, oh, I will. I'm like, is it fun? He's like, is it fun? We're all playing against each other on the floor. And this is my first college. I went to college in 99, 2000. And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, we have like this huge- Like network. you're sharing a keyboard or right? someone's like, sitting on your shoulders and it's a weird uh, right? <laughs> man sport situation. Because the previous game that I used to play all the time in high school, in uh, like early high school was Heroes of Might and Magic. And oh, it's yeah. a turn-based strategy game. And we would play on one computer where it would be like, I would leave the room and go, all right, Mike, your turn. He would go in, fuck around on the computer, come out, and then be like, all right, Brian, your turn. And we would like rotate through all of us. And it was insane that that's how we were playing that game. Like, right. In hindsight, that's like saying like, that's like hoop and stick to kids now. For sure, it? yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I grew up on bulletin board systems. Do you know oh, about yeah. those? Like yeah. dial-up modems and stuff. And yeah. used to connect to someone's computer and there were play-by-mail games. Uh, but occasionally you get a bulletin board where that whoever was running it had two, three modems in their computer that meant two or three phone lines. Someone was spending a lot of money on a, a charity operation of running a bulletin board. Right. And you could dial in and you could play against someone else in real fucking time. So wild. And it was insane. I right. remember a game Pit Fighter and I'm moving a little ASCII character around a grid and trying to attack. And then they had like RPG elements. You could buy weapons and uh, buy other stuff. But it's just I'm like, I'm using my phone line to dial into somebody's computer, probably running in their garage somewhere else. Someone else has dialed in. No one else can get in now. They're going to get busy signals. And it's such a privileged slice of time. And I'm so grateful that I got to do multiplayer gaming and, oh, and that's that at so such fun. a young age. It was so primitive, but it was so informative as well. Because right. I could be like, oh yeah, this is going to be everything. And it's awesome because like when you're a kid, you're like, oh, the dude or woman, the person who is setting up the three phone line uh, Prodigy yeah. BB or whatever, you're like, that person's awesome. And the then systems when, operator? Yeah, and yeah. then when you, get, when you get to be like around that person's age, you're like, if I was running three modems out of my house and like my family was like, what are you doing? I'd be like, oh wait, that guy or a gal, most likely a guy, was a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, he's not but around the, anymore. No, it's, and not because he died. He's definitely behind bars. Right, yeah. He's, he's like 30 and giving 12-year-olds opportunities to play video games. And you're like, oh, that's so cool. And then when when you get to be 30 you're like i'm not helping 12 year olds play video games if you want a better ratio to download more files come meet me at the pizzeria i'm good for that reason i'm out yeah so that was your first land party was age of empires 2 yeah age of empires 2 at college and i was like because it was the first time we had we had never brought our and then we at later on the group of friends i have from home those guys, JP and Sanford, we started doing like some local area, like carrying our shit around. Like yeah. once you got like a tower with like a cool, like I sophomore year of college, I had like the 
Lucite side of my Ooh, tower. With you have some bl- neon in there? Yeah, I had neon, Ooh. LED. I had like fo- the fans. Were you liquid cooled? No, I was oh, fan okay. cooled. It was so fam- loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a white noise machine in my dorm room. My roommate's like, what is that noise? I'm like, it's my computer yeah. staying cool. It He's could like, have been a Bitcoin mining operation <laughs> back in the day, right. but now you're just trying to play Age of no, Empires. It, yeah, it was like, it was like a, a 128. You uh, <laughs> had uh, to rip the cord to get it going like right. a lawnmower. <laughs> Guys? It was. I would turn it on and be like, Dum! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mom, don't run the hair dryer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get off the phone. <laughs> Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of High and Mighty a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at mighty.robinhood.com. That's mighty.robinhood.com. Two-thirds of men lose their hair by age 35. (gasps) I'm 37. Thing is, when you start to notice hair loss, it's already too late. So, you know, it's easier to keep the hair you have than to grow hair back. So if you start seeing that hairline slowly moving back and you want to get in the prescription game, do not, you know, bother going into the doctor's office. Don't bother dealing with all that stuff, going in person, blah, blah, blah. Forhims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. So... Hims connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. So there's no waiting rooms, as I said earlier. They keep they're cheaper because they're well-known generic equivalents to name brands. So there's no snake oil pills or uh, you know, it's all actual prescriptions from science. It's very easy. All you do is answer a few questions, and doctor reviews and uh, subscribes for you. So do yourself a favor and order now. My listeners get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash mighty. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash M-I-G-H-T-Y. Forhims.com slash mighty. Age of Empires on LAN, I was like, holy, this is the future of video games. Because at first, I'm having high-speed internet for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I'm also playing against a group. And we're screaming from dorm room to dorm room. And also, my vid- my floor in college didn't seem like video game dudes. But then you find that like even the most bro-y of guys, they love uh, Madden or they love. And you're like, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I can. Video games is sort of like. A weird equalizer. One hundred percent. Even like the most macho dude who loves Madden, if a fucking like dweeb with like one tooth comes in and is like very good at Madden, you can uh, picture them being like, "Hey, good work, Ronnie." You know, <laughs> it's like it really like can earn yeah. the respect. Yeah, of, exactly. And I found playing Age of it was so 
so much fun playing like two on two Age of Empires and shit like that. It was just so wild. Now, and, is, is Age of Empires is that is that real time strategy? Yeah, that's sort so of like it's multi- sort of like Warcraft. Okay, but it's like each. You can be the Mayans, the uh, the Chinese, the uh, British, and for, for some reason, throughout, no matter what the time period is, they're fighting each they're other. They're all there. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. There's no, the Mayans get the nuke this time. Yeah, okay. the, the logic, the logic of how, like, yeah, the Celts are able to get good tanks is like makes Perfect. no sense. Yeah, don't yeah. need it. I love it, it. It was a lot of fun. There yeah. was, um, I remember back in the day, like Doom Shareware was my first real transcendent PC experience. I mean, there was a game called Wolfenstein before that. Yes. And it was great. Shoot all the Nazis and maybe stab a German shepherd. Right. Great game. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it went like Wolfenstein to um, Doom and Mm -hmm. like Rise of the Triad. We're like big, like first person shooters. Dope. It was awesome. And a buddy of mine had three computers in his house because his dad was like worked in computers. So he had three and we were like, Oh, we can do a local area network, but it would always be the short straw of who had to be in the dad's room. And we're like, <laughs> to my friend Jimmy, whose house it was, was like, Jimmy, you got to be in your dad's room. And he's like, I hate that computer. I want to be in the one in my room. And I'm right. like, well, I don't want to be in your dad's room playing on his computer now, when he, he come gets out home. and select which boy would be in the room on his computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a cigar and robe. And <laughs> all, all of a sudden right, it's like, <laughs> line up. <laughs> it's like a fucking yacht in Taken. <laughs> Screen opens up and there's just like a little boy playing video games. You're like, uh. but I would for Rise of the Triad. <laughs> yeah, I would. That, so that thing was so great, man. That was uh, a, they had the weird dog mode where you'd see the nose of the dog. Yeah, the baseball bat. The, <laughs> the d- weapons weird. were cool. They yeah. were so fun, and it yeah. was on like you could blast a dude. He would fall to his knees and then beg. And be, yeah, no, and you could please. still finish him. Uh, my yeah. wife, my kid. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill you midway file. Um, so do- Doom was huge for you. Doom was transformative for me. My brother went to this like uh, this expo and someone like gave him a doom shareware disc you know 1.666 or whatever it was and yeah. we couldn't figure out how to get it going and that i like the barrier to entry to gaming back in the day on a pc right. was fucking tough you would have like four floppy disks and you're yeah. like what am i supposed yeah. to do and, with these and half the time your computer was like at least at our house like it was kind of not, not that great of a machine no so we, we had, had a like, commodore 64 yeah, to start I'm editing yeah. batch files and figuring out config sys and trying <laughs> to like reallocate memory so that i can play the seventh guest but right. I mean, I'm privileged to have a computer that can play the seventh guest. But like you had to jump through loop hoops and right. hurdles to get it going. So once we finally cracked the code just to get the game to run, when that scream came to life and I heard that music and it melted down and got the first shotgun and right. blasted space marines, I'm just it was done. And that game, you could go modem to modem. And so you dial into someone's house. So I was like on bulletin boards posting like, hey, if anybody wants to play Doom tonight, here's my phone number. My modem's going to be listening. I'll be on at nine or whatever. And then randomly... <laughs> from the other room I get up and run so and so has joined yeah. someone's dialing in and it was me at like probably 10 11 years old maybe younger maybe older playing with like 40 year olds who just got done putting their kids down <laughs> right just got finished their dinner and we're killing each other like mad and uh. it, it, speaking of it being an equalizer it was the greatest thing for me because it allowed me to like associate with adults share this love of games right. and then like on bulletin board swap messages about life or how to shave or tie a tie like right. I was raised by a lot of anonymous dudes <laughs> and an occasional anonymous woman on bulletin boards Interesting. and it's, it's how I chart That's my really life fun. I did find that it was really cool when you got into the more serious games that older people were into them and now I am the older person that's into the more serious games but like meeting those dudes because like even when I played Magic the Gathering and I was like oh this game is for like nerdy high school kids and I'm like oh no nerdy adults do it too and then when you meet an adult and you're like I recognize that this person is socially awkward 
But what I also recognize is when I'm that age, I hope I'm that. Like, it was cool how knowledgeable they were, right? Yeah. And you were like, I hope I grow up to be like the guy that works at Collector's Comics on Sunrise Highway. And in hindsight, like, if I heard my kids say that, I'd be like, no, 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 no. Let's take a look at this dude. But the milky-eyed to- guy with a staff and an orb who <laughs> yeah, refuses yeah. to answer to his real name. You have to call him the in-game name. Uh, like, yeah. yeah, actually. He's <laughs> actually, that pretty fucking pretty dope. Cool. Yeah. He figured it out. And he's it surrounded is- by games and things he loves all the time. Right. Also, it's oddly validating because, like, I, I come from like a sports, you know, blue collar, lower middle class family yeah. where they're like, you know, like John, concussions. John, Johnny, what do you do in the basement all day? You know, you got to get outside, get some fresh air. And I'm like, oh, you don't understand. <laughs> I got to beat Kafka. Uh, <laughs> and it was like to meet adults who were like, yeah, we game every Saturday all day or like we play D&D because that, that was big for me, too. Yeah. And it was like and I, I honestly I, just saying D&D right now made me realize I wonder what kicked off my love of RPGs first. Was it video games? Because I really love. I think I was playing Final Fantasy before I was playing D anD. d I feel mm. like I was at least playing Final Fantasy one, so I was loving swords and armor and magic. Sure. And the Final Fantasy two, and I think D anD. d would be around the same time, like sixth grade, because it was in my new my did new you, house. If yeah. I did, you realize at the time when you're playing Final Fantasy, did you know you were playing an RPG? That this was a role playing game, or were you just playing a game? I was just playing a game. Yeah. yeah, I never knew it was an RPG. I just was like, and then I remember being like I like games like that where the because the craziest thing in Final Fantasy 2 is the one with like no Final Fantasy 1 you get like Bahamut's tail and your character goes from a red mage to a red wizard and your character goes from a fighter to a knight and they get like better and cooler armor and I'm like Oh man! And then fucking Final Fantasy two comes out, and it's like Cecil, you know, and it's like all these more characters, each with different skills. And I think I talked about this on a comic book episode of mine, but I realized like a lot of the stuff I really like in media and and playing comic books, D and D, sports, all these things. What uh, what they all have in common is like teams where everyone has a different specialty i mean i'm obsessed right. with navy seals green berets and it's all the same and I there's realize, a hierarchy and there's a there's a specialty you, right it's you, like hey kevin's actually yeah. good with explosives get kev up here yeah. you know like yeah that kind of shit i don't know why that like locks into something in my brain and I, it must be there's some i'm sure there's a psychological explanation as to why it works on a lot of people but for me it was like i'm always like oh that's so oh i gotta have Rydia so she can summon and also we gotta have rosa here to heal and you're like I love building like those little worlds. So let me be uh, best friend the dealer for a second and give you your new obsession. Uh, if you like specified roles, right? There's like healer, tank, the archer, mage, but, right, right. right? There's all those traditional roles. Have you played a like a MOBA? Uh, like a League of Legends Heroes or of Heroes Storm of the Storm is, is okay. the one I've played. Yeah. I, I've dabbled with them and I, rest in peace, Heroes, by the way, if you didn't hear, it's it's done. Blizzard is sunsetting it. They're letting it go. No more. If you invested in an esports team or if you uh, have a bunch of money invested in Heroes skins, goodbye. No. Yeah, Why are yeah, they getting rid of it? Because it's not getting traction. And that, that kind of genre of game is fading also. A little bit to the point where I'm sure some League of Legends fan or some Dota fan is going to send you an email. Right, um, yeah. You can ignore it. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of dying, but the what I really love about MOBAs has been distilled and refined and delivered in a new mobile game that's free to play, which means eventually it'll be pay to win and terrible. Right. But right now, it just came out like two days ago. It's called Brawl Stars. 
for it's all stars. Fucking amazing. Did I see you were streaming that or something on Twitter or you were just maybe I was probably about playing it because yeah. we have a we have a clan and everybody's joining in and stuff oh, like cool. that. So basically you choose your player and all the players have different specialties. The sniper, the explosives guy, the magic, the dude, the big tanks that go in with shotguns and knock people around. And it's uh the main mode is three on three. You all kind of meet in the middle and you just beat the shit out of each other. And it's mobile, so it's like the matches are like two and a half, three minutes. You're oh. in, you're out. You can play another one if you want or just get on, get on with your day. Yeah, or get but off the toilet. Yeah, wipe exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Although my, I will play till my thighs are oh, screaming in pain. I play until I have two red dots from your elbows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like huge red holes on my thighs. It's so bad. And so what's great about it is that it's like it's, it's your Heroes of the Storm and your League of Legends, but it's the best parts, which are like the big team fights where you get in and right. you're all fighting and you're trying to play a role and kill each other. So there's no more bullshit about kill these little creepers in this lane and then 19 minutes in, you'll find out if you're going to lose or not, but right. you don't have to play for another 20 minutes right, right. to the crushing defeat. No, no, no. You're in, you're out, two and a half, three minutes, invite your friends, beat the shit out of each other. Hashtag not an ad, not sponsored by them. <laughs> right. Just super into it right but now. But reach out if you're it. looking for sponsors, Brawl Stars. Oh, I'll happily, <laughs> long past the game being good when they've like squeezed every microtransaction no out of it. When no one wants to, to play pay. it anymore, yeah, yeah. you'll still take a couple Dude, of bucks I'll to talk about fucking <laughs> Brawl Stars and Old English across my belly. There is a price on it and it's not that expensive anymore. <laughs> Trust me, I got, I'm renting ad space. Yeah. I got to cross off goldenpalace.com. <laughs> yeah, my Squarespace code doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Let me show you my game fly. Yeah, you have like you're like the me memento of podcast ads. You have like tattoos all over like, your body. I could have just got the the indie racing journey and put them there. <laughs> right. Fuck, why did I commit so hard? I fucking loved Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. I tried playing League of Legends and there was like I don't I don't love the games where everyone's already I I'm not good at first person shooters and I'm not good at MOBAs. Mm -hmm. So when I join up, like if I if I don't get in early, like I tried to play Star Wars Battlefront, I'm like I love Star Wars. This would yeah. be so fun. But you miss that that skill curve yeah, right away. You don't get to learn everyone's it with too else. good and I'm like I'm not having fun because everyone is too good. I'm yeah. like so bad. And that's why I like first person shooter campaigns. I'm the dude who buys a new Call of Duty, plays the entire campaign, maybe fucks around on like the zombies or one of the survival mm -hmm. levels and then fucking sells it to GameStop eventually for a dollar you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. i lose 59 dollars uh, like every year on call of duty games it's one of the reasons i look forward to christmas the most now uh it's not because i'm gonna get anything fantastic or because i guess it's jesus's birthday it's yeah. because a whole bunch of nine-year-olds are going to be unwrapping call of duty and so for a week i can be god again oh right, you know, right. I get in there and don't even, by new year's they will destroy me they'll also <laughs> right. have better like bad manners they'll bm me better in the lobby they're probably a little more racist and sexist too so like probably they'll crush me on that <laughs> yeah. i have no no doubt but for like one week i'll You're destroy all of them because i know the fucking maps because i'm an adult who bought it early in the Fuck land you. of the blind the man with one eye is king <laughs> exactly. in the land of video games the man without a full-time job is king. <laughs> the, the man who doesn't have to ask santa to right, get a right. leg up you know so well, it's really funny even i'm 30 i'm gonna be 37 and my mom's like what do you want for christmas i'm like just give me money i fly in she's like i want you to open something i'm like fine i'll wait for Red Dead Redemption 2. Get me Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm going to buy it eventually anyway. Right. There you go. You can let me open a gift. And my mom writes, LOL, how old are you in text? <laughs> and I write back, hey, fuck you. Give me money then. <laughs> like she's really not getting you Red Dead? No, I think she is going to oh, get okay, me Red good. Dead. Or, so, or she's so going to awesome. tell this family secret Santa that I want Red Dead. Because there's yeah. no better, like being as a kid, What's under the tree? Anything video game related for me was like that was it. That was uh, opening up a game. Fuck My parents yeah. eventually Just started putting that? fucking uh, like uh, PlayStation games inside like Pacific Sunwear boxes with like wrapping paper, and I'd be like, "It's a fucking shirt," and then you'd open it up, and it'd be like, "It's Twisted Metal." <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> the fuck yeah. Twisted yeah. Metal, when that came out, that when we got that oh game, we God. played that game. So, so I was very, very good at Twisted yeah. Metal. What was yeah. your guy? I was I could do Shadow so well. Which one Shadow? The hearse that can send the, oh, that special yeah, attack yeah, was yeah, the yeah. Uh, uh, ghost that we could you can hit again mm-hmm. like a proximity mm-hmm. mine or a mine mm-hmm. to blow up. It was so awesome. Holy shit. Yeah, I remember the I, I didn't have a PlayStation because I was full PC. I was I was PC Master Race, like hundred percent there. <laughs> Just didn't have consoles that generation. But I, I remember playing. It was the guy that was in between two axle. That's in between axle, two yeah, wheels. Yeah. Or it was arms. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> so good. David Jaffe, the guy who created Twisted Metal, went on to make the original God of War. Made a couple other games as well. Oh, uh, shit. Calling all cars, which was like, if you like NBA Jam, put NBA Jam into cars and race them around on a map. That's calling all cars. Oh, interesting. I, I really like him as a developer. But now he does like nightly Twitch streams where if you you should, by the way, have him on if you, you get, reach out to him. He he's he, he puts his phone number on the screen. People call him, and his knowledge and passion and simultaneous hatred of the video <laughs> game industry right. now is delightful. He's, oh, that, he's a really fascinating that's guy. That's fucking but, awesome. But yeah, I'll w- check. Listening to him pick apart games like on a on a very surgical level is is a delight because you've uh, been there so are you still a piece ju- just pc gaming or are you no, i have them all now yeah I, you know i'm i've got into the vr the coolest thing about the, the best part about being in your late 30s is like purchasing all the Fuck video yeah. games you've ever wanted yeah, yeah. disposable income <laughs> right. it's, it's great it's technically not disposable income it's probably for saving for a future oh, with a i should pay down the mortgage <laughs> right, like right. i absolutely have better things and more important things to spend it on 100 percent I always say like if if 14 year old me could see 35 going to be 36 year old me now he'd be fucking pissed he'd be like you son of a bitch you have all those games on a game pass you have all that you have the 4K TV you got all that right there what the fuck are you doing with your life? Go play. Right, and I'm like, fun. I'm trying to afford more things so I don't have time to play them. It's so common. Like, I always think about it too because like, if you told 19-year-old Gabrus, eventually you'll have four different amazing bourbons that are like $75 <laughs> a bottle on a shelf instead of just the maker's mark you're hiding in your dorm so your roommates don't drink it. Now you have like, and then you're like, you're not partying all the time? It's like, I can't. I fucking time. Yeah. Uh, I gotta go work to afford these bottles so I can stare at them right. and then drink them and regret them. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah, but and it's like I got into. Oh, I was going to say I got just, weed in video, weed in video games too. Just having moved to California and getting money, you're like, I couldn't imagine being 20, being like, someday you'll can order, uh, you can order delivery weed and then go on your console and buy a game without leaving the house. That is dangerous, by the way. I've bought two games that I played for eight minutes. Which ones? Uh, Injustice Two uh, and yeah. something else. I forget what the other one. And that's how bad it was for me. Yeah. I've been- oh, Witcher Three. Oh God, Witcher 3 is another one that I bought on like two different consoles and a PC because at, at some point someone's like, oh, you got to get it. It's on sale, whatever. I get, I get to like the first, the bar where you have your, like, your first major encounter. And I'm like, I don't, there's just, it's not grabbing me for whatever reason. It, for me, it was just like, it was like 10% more complicated than I wanted it to be. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like I get that the game has tutorials and I'll learn over the course of like eight hours, but like I want a little bit of like getting the saddle and I'm playing, you know? That was, I that, still haven't touched Red Dead because all my friends are like, dude, once you get past the first 10 hours, the game really opens up. Oh, I'm like, if you told me that about a Netflix series or anything else, I'd be like, fuck you, I'm not investing 10 hours 
for something to get good. As an avid reader of fantasy novels, that's often what people say. It's like, oh, I'm like, I'm reading The Wheel of Time. It's boring. And they're like, oh, you got to get to book seven. I'm like, that's 5,600 pages. <laughs> like, yeah. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. At that point, you're just, you're a, you're a victim. You're, you have to like it. Yeah. You're yeah. in Stockholm, it's Stockholm syndrome. syndrome. Exactly. You're like, Robert well, I've invested this much. <laughs> I better smile. Right. It's pot <laughs> if I say, I, if I don't like it, if I tell myself I don't like it, what the fuck have I been doing yeah. this whole time? Yeah. I, have you fucked with VR much? No, just like a little bit. I played like uh, Fruit Ninja in VR for okay. a little while, and it was a lot, yeah, yeah. it was a lot of fun. Oh, but. good, good, because like that's the that that's great. The Tetris effect just came out, and it's weird. Okay, like, I've seen a lot of people tweeting about this, dude. and I don't even know the context. It's just it's Tetris, but it's made by this guy Tetsuya Mizuguchi, Japanese okay. developer. Yeah. He made Res, uh, Every Extend Extra. He his whole thing is uh, he loves psychedelics. He loves weed. He loves music and he likes video games, interactive experience. He made a he, the res in, in Japan had a vibrator attachment that you could plug in USB. And as you do better to the sun, because it's all about playing the music and playing like the EDM track. And the better you do, the, the more it pulses and thumps. And his whole thing is like, yeah, as you're playing, your girlfriend should be enjoying the experience as well. Holy shit. And so, so the guys, the guys, <laughs> honey, have, I'm going to set up Heroes of the Storm. Put this in your vagina. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> No, trust me. Every time I gain a level, you're gonna get a wait. Get let yeah. me out of here. Yeah. Now, every time I do get killed, there's gonna be a slight pinching and tingling <laughs> sensation that will not be pleasant. A high pitched screech will be emitted. <laughs> but like, so he's he's obviously he's an interesting guy, yeah. interesting developer, and he wanted to make Tetris, and they wouldn't let him like not a few years ago. So he made another game called Luminez, which is this like block dropping game, but it's all about music and blocks. He finally got a hold of Tetris. Made this for the PlayStation 4, and it's in VR if you if you have it. And I went out and got a PSVR just for this game. Oh, because you're sitting in there, and it's fucking it's Tetris, right? You remember Tetris? Drop yes. the blocks, rotating. Loved them. it though. There's, yeah, of course. It's it stood the test of time. People will still play it. It's fucking Tetris. But every time you flip or rotate a block, every time you move a block, whenever you lower it down, there's a sample, there's a musical sound, some sort of noise associated with that action. As you clear lines, the song starts to build of whatever level you're playing, whatever skin you're playing. So I'm playing in VR, I'm dropping a block, and I hear like a, a little, ah, like a little EDM, like a lady, ah, little echo. Oh, that's cute. Suddenly I get a Tetris, and there's a giant fucking whale swimming over me, and I realize, oh, this, this world that I'm playing in is underwater, and now there's like, you know, a jellyfish swimming by, and there's iridescent glow and bubbles coming up, and blocks are flying out at you. That's level one. That's you get enough lines, you move on to the next one, and it's like a Koyana Squatsy weird, like um, a chant and fire and flames are going everywhere. Another level, you're soaring through clouds. And it's just, oh, it's just fucking Tetris, I've been, but you're in it. I've been Xbox loyal for a while now, mm -hmm. but I think I want to get, like, I want to get a job make some money and know I'm going to have time off and then when I know that time off is coming I'm going to purchase a PlayStation because there's so many PS only titles that yeah. I really want to play they really crushed it this generation their exclusives destroyed yeah. it the, and like I want to play the Spider-Man game mm -hmm. everyone seems to be talking about how yeah. awesome that is I want to play uh, Uncharted Uncharted uh, Unch Uncharted appeals to me yeah. but not as much as Last of Us is that the name of it? Oh like yeah, the famous yeah. Last zombie. of Us Two will be coming out. Yeah. yeah, and then Last of Us Two, God of War, it's so good, right? And then there was so one good. other m recent PlayStation only that people were going apeshit about, and I was like, this is the reason to get PlayStation. Um, I forget what it, what it might have been. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember the most recent one. Yeah, but yeah. They, they they killed it with with the exclusives. They absolutely did. Right, and yeah. and I, Microsoft knows it. They know that this turned into a rebuilding year for them. They're buying studios, right? And they know like AAA titles take four years to make. So they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Don't rush it out for this generation. Focus on the next one. Right. But right. the real surprise, like the fastest selling console, it's a Switch. Of course. Do you have one? No. Dude. But that's like. Worth it. 
I uh, just went. I just went on tour with the Doughboys, and Nick Weiger had a switch. Yeah, and he was playing Super Smash on the plane, and I'm like sitting on the plane, looking at like Netflix on my phone, and I'm like, I need a switch. Yeah. Do you want to swap and borrow my Walkman? Uh, yeah, right. Want my mini disc player for two minutes? Can I play uh, those games? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, you know the switch is good tech when it makes your iPhone, which is a fucking Black Mirror esque device, yeah. when it when it makes your iPhone look like a fucking lump of clay. You're yeah. like, what am I doing with this notepad? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Yeah. And like even just having those, having a joystick on a portable device is just a game changer. If they, right. I, if so, I really wish Apple would get behind. Here is the official Joy-Con-like controllers that we're going to bolt onto the iPhone, so that it, and and make it official. That way, every developer supports it because right. I carry those with me everywhere. Yes. There's no reason the iPhone isn't a Switch. It is. Right. It's got a better touchscreen. It's yeah. got fine graphics. It's got good sound. Right. It, it just needs dedicated controls. Right. All it needs is like something you can plug into here, and you're just like, do, do, do. That's or it. Like, and companies make them. They make little like Bluetooth like cases that you right. can put on or there. Or something, the buttons, yeah, that just but, turns it into this. But until it. Apple or Google officially say, okay, this is the controller, like so they can assume that everybody's going to get one, you know, yeah. the install base is never going to be there. Yeah, developer. I wonder how it is though with mobile games because they're aiming so much younger. It's like they're not the joystick generation. They're not the controller right. generation. They're either mouse and keyboard or touch screen. Just a touch screen. Yeah. 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 Like the amount of, I mean, I don't want to sound, I always get into this old conversation, but like the fact that like kids say, like, I want to watch TV, but what they mean is like, I want to click on something on Netflix or Hulu and watch it. Right. It's like, no, that's not, watching TV used to not be what you wanted it to be. You just had to be like, well, I hope something I like is on. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, that scene in Back to the Future 2, when they're when he's ordering a Pepsi, at the he plays the old gun game, yeah, and yeah. the kids are watching, they're like, oh, you have to use your hands? <laughs> right. Like, yeah, yeah, you do. We're heading towards that. We're yeah, absolutely getting that. that. Yeah, but I'm that. fine with that. Well, I'm all for wetware. Like, b b drill whatever you have to into my fucking head oh i want to sign full up let kevin me just, mnemonic yeah yeah give me four gigs of ram and then i'll talk to a hacking dolphin that was something that happened in that movie yes you do we correct. remember that shit there was a dolphin in a tank and keanu reeves has an extended conversation with the dolphin yeah. in a tank if i remember correctly yes you do and yes. ice cube yes is, is he's one of like the leaders of the resistance like ice, a separate or resistance? ice cube it's, I was... it's one of the ices yeah. yeah it might be lipton it's not vanilla <laughs> it's full lipton it's definitely not vanilla ice it's not james lipton no. it's not, but it's either ice tea or ice cube yeah <laughs> uh, that w and then uh there's a guy that has a pinky that he can uh pull the nail off and there's an electric wire in there that of he can course. cut people up with <laughs> what the fuck happened there i gotta rewatch that movie oh, so good it's <laughs> <laughs> really good that demolition man oh, oh i love so demolition good. man i fucking absolutely love demolition man i think there was a Demolition Man game for the 3DO. Do you remember the 3DO? Oh hell yeah! That game, that console was like crazy, ultra, super powered, disc-based games, like beautiful graphics and sound, and they're like, and it's one million dollars. I know. <laughs> like, wait a minute, hold on. I have a really distinct memory of there was a summer in between moving that we had to live at my grandpa's house for an entire summer, my whole family, and mm -hmm. that was very stressful for my grandpa, my parents, and the kids. I bet. So one of the things, we went to video games and more on Merrick Road. Used to be a place where you could rent video games, but they also rented consoles. And we rented Neo Geo. Oh, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was holding out hope that this was going to be a Neo Geo when story. When you said 3DO, yeah. I was like, I got a Neo Geo yeah. story. So Dude. was it the big, the, the one with the huge, chunky uh, cartridges? Because yes. they had a couple different versions. It this had, was the yeah, big one. There was like, yeah, it had like VHS tape yeah, yeah, like yeah. games. Yeah. And it 
because Neo Geo to us was only at the pizzeria. Mm-hmm. It was only like, oh, you can get Metal Slug to Windjammers, oh, Puzzle like Bobble. Like a King of Fighters. Or oh, what was the, yeah. the big uh, monster game? Yes, oh. I forget what the big monster game yeah. is. Then there was the uh, Windjammers, which was like the Frisbee the tennis Frisbee one. one? Yeah. <laughs> um, and we got Neo Geo, and it was the coolest fucking thing, dude. I, we were oh. losing our fucking minds on it. It's so much fun. It's like eight megs or 16 megas yeah, in the cartridge. Felt- You're like, what? This is, and it's basically the arcade board right. that you were jamming into a home console. It felt insane. It was like we were in my grandpa's basement, which is a place we never were growing up. Now we have Neo Geo down there. It's like this, the dead of summer and we're fucking pale with like rings <laughs> under our eyes because our parents feel so guilty that they're like making us live randomly with Pop Pop. So they're like, you can stay Weapons up late. Weapons free, whatever yeah, you yeah, need. Exa- be happy. Exactly, All the yeah. ice cream you need, just go. Right. Just we, be happy. We got, like, we got like a fucking ice cream man allowance, and we got Neo Geo in the basement. <laughs> Was it? Did it? Did it have the joystick controllers with like the gray buttons? The, like yes. the four or five gray buttons. I remember yeah. when we. I, I I'm having like flashes of memories. I remember bringing it out of video games and more, and it being like three of us were carrying different parts. Like my dad, my brother, and me. <laughs> One of them just had, has the power brick right, over their shoulder, yeah. marching it, so, it back. Oh, it's so funny. I just upgraded from Xbox One to Xbox One X, and I like was, you know, as any home entertainment system is, there's just a mess of wires and dust behind my fucking console. I start moving shit around, and I'm like, replace the wires, put my Xbox One X in there, and the Xbox One has like a fucking power brick, This the oh. size and weight of like a fucking legit like lead brick and i'm like this is crazy i didn't this is like modern tech and i still have this the new yeah. xbox one x has just got like a classic little outlet and i'm like Fuck, oh the, yeah. the power brick is internal on it yeah oh that's so good that it, one x is a beautiful console that is a beautiful device small, yeah very heavy super yeah. small I, I dig it yeah. yeah yeah whenever it can be used for like just a general b and e like if right. you've got <laughs> like it is a power brick for that reason you can knock over a yeah, liquor you could store swing it by the end of its ac <laughs> ac cord and <laughs> yeah. fucking smash a window in hell yeah oh uh, have you tried any of the NVIDIA streaming stuff? Have you heard about that? No. Stuff? So like play- PlayStation Now has their version. Xbox has their Game Pass. It's not quite um, streaming yet. You still download a lot of the content locally, but they're going to get there. I think their Game Pass is fucking brilliant. Xbox crushing it with that. But So wait, wait, wait. Talk to me about Game Pass because I don't fully know what so this Game is. So Game Pass is like you can, you can pay monthly or yearly and you get access to a huge library of games and you get every first party Microsoft title that comes out day one included with the price of that. So basically, like, if you're going to buy Forza or if you're going to buy, um, what's the other big uh, first party title that's coming out? I'm blanking on it. But like all the Halo games, oh, right. Sea of Thieves came out day and date, like all those big games because you they're just Microsoft. Automatically get you them. get them. You get them right away. And, and then just, they have some other games that are just like under the package. Like 50 or 60 other titles that are in down, there. You can, you can yep. download it and play it and it's yep. like delete it and then download another one and play it. Totally. If you have like the, pa- and what is it like? Twelve dollars a month. Yeah, it's a couple bucks a month. Like oh, it's not, know. it's not that bad. But then Nvidia has their version of it, which I, I was in the beta for a while, and it's it it fully streams everything. Right. Wait, Nvidia, the the old the Vid- graphics card company. Holy shit! Who is Dude. still around and still crushing it? And they make all of the GPUs and stuff that power like Teslas, like autonomous driving. They make they make all that stuff. You know. Dude, Nvidia was the biggest deal when we were when you were building out your machine. Like this would be. You're gonna go ATI. Or you're gonna get that GeForce, bro. Yeah, GeForce. It's like, dude, they have the GeForce forty eight. 
hundred now or whatever like the numbers yeah. would be. Well, check the 3D Mark scores. Yeah, yeah. this and one got a six thousand. Well, this one got a six thousand twelve. I had like my friend JP. Of course, the guy is the guy who's selling his thirty six hundred to buy a forty eight hundred. You know what I mean? He's like constantly, slightly upgrading yeah. it. Yeah, and, and I'm like, edge. You can't even tell the video difference, <laughs> exactly. right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I had to turn the shadow detail down by 0.03 percent. <laughs> Peasant card, you <laughs> right. take this. Right. Like, All right, I'll take it. But I do remember when I got my first like fucking PC with a nice NVIDIA card in it. Yeah. I was like, ooh. So NVIDIA yeah. GPUs, man, they power like they power the Nintendo Switch. They power a lot of consoles. They power a, lo- a whole bunch of stuff. But they have a game streaming service. It's purely in the cloud. You don't really download anything locally. And I was on a MacBook Air. Like a little thin client. It could have been a $200 laptop as long as you can run the NVIDIA client streaming uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. You can stream Grand Theft Auto. Any game that you have in your Steam library or whatever, you're streaming to it. And the console itself is not rendering it. It's being, it's like, it's to the console, it feels like it's watching a Netflix movie. Oh, but you're playing right. with a controller and NVIDIA's rendering it in their cloud and streaming it to your screen. Ah. And so that is, that is fucking amazing to be in a hotel room as long as you have halfway decent Wi-Fi and you can be playing full high res PC quality games but streaming on your dumb little laptop that's, and that's so that's what really Hearth- Hearthstone was my hotel game for uh, a long yeah. time because you could play that on my MacBook Air it's like when did you tap out what expansion were you like now nah, I'm done with this I think Gnomes I got out okay. of it it was early because I got in late and got out early because I jumped to Heroes of the Storm because I got into MOBAs I was like oh I want to learn about I, I actually wrote uh, on a funnier die series called tales of titans which was like an oh, esports yeah. parody thing and uh they were like oh uh you, do you play league of legends i'm like i played a little they're like you might want to play a game just to get an idea of it. oh i'm like oh cool and they're like well heroes of the storm is free and it's blizzard and i'm like and of course just like world of warcraft i'm like blizzard you say huh <laughs> yeah. so i started playing heroes of the storm like two and a half years ago and i stopped playing like three months ago i couldn't stop i like really and i wasn't even a How lot of the time playing i was playing uh like every day every other day for like a couple hours not like insane sure because i would get angry and stressed i really would be like punching my desk and shit and being like because it's so easy to get frustrated well with you have to carry game. all these fucking scrubs yeah or just play, stay in your lane literally or play one dude gets your number and it's like uh, yeah. oh fuck you know Ganks thrall, you out of the weeds thrall has my number like no matter anytime we interact he just gets me roots me kills me yeah. and you have like five deaths and everyone on the team hates you and they're like 12 year old kids stop feeding yeah i had to change my blizzard name to not have gabris in it anymore because it originally was like <laughs> it was like people were like are you the guy from guy code you fucking suck at this game and I'm like uh, I better switch my name that's a whole new level of trolling and griefing that they're right. like I'm gonna get you personally right. now, I know I, I was like well now yeah. I know why people have fucking nicknames yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but Heroes of the Storm was so and I needed a game to break my addiction I tried games and I couldn't I, I, I played the entire Tomb Raider Xbox game which was actually really it's fun kind of easy entry level mm-hmm. Blew through that, and then right, right back to Heroes of the Storm. I just needed to break it so bad. I a friend, I called a friend. I'm like, any game, no matter how old, I need it to be on Steam, on my uh, desktop to replace Heroes of the Storm. And he goes, Have you played XCOM 2? And I was like, I have not at all. And he's like, Try it. I think it's gonna. I think you're gonna like it. I played XCOM 2, and I beat it. I it, and, oh, yeah? and it broke my Heroes of the Storm. Like I played it for like. Uh, 
three weeks straight and beat beat it and was able to break Heroes of the Storm. You're like, I'm not getting those hero fix like the twitches. I anymore. needed like a girl to get over my yeah. ba- my toxic relationship. Like I needed a girl who's like, I'm in town for three weeks. Let you know, let's fuck like crazy and go see movies together, and then I'm gonna go back to Paris. Exactly. And it's like, just get you over the toxic relationship you had with Hots, and it was fuck. Have you played XCOM? No, too? I mean I played like. Old, old, old XCOM back right, in the day. Is right. it still like turn-based, like tile-based, like yep. you click and move and stuff? Yeah. Really fun, but then there's a whole another. there's like an RPG element and a sort of uh, civilization world. Like you have a spaceship that you're upgrading rooms on that gets you better power, which gets you more money, which gets you better weapons. Like, oh, you are know, you human beings or are you yeah, alien? Yeah, you're, human, you're beings. human beings. And you're fighting aliens? You're fighting aliens. Okay, yeah, but and you're you like, have a spaceship. You have a spaceship. You're like an elite force. You fly like... The, oh, okay. There's a, re- a, a human rebellion on earth and you like fly to North America and once you liberate like three of the sectors of North America they're all able to communicate to each other and then you start making more income and then with more income you can get better soldiers better uh, and it's like oh did you oh you raided you killed these people you got 10 corpses well you, you can either sell a corpse or use a corpse to do something like, they're a currency corpses yeah you because there's a black oh. market where you can ah, sell shit for okay. it and you know and, how old are the Zorgans yeah okay we'll take them <laughs> right, right. <laughs> all right <laughs> Cool. But it was like a really fun, and it and it unlocked a lot of things because it is like you build your team. It's like two sharpshooters, one specialist, one grenader, one ranger, and you're like so. And now then if you, they die on a mission, do you lose them for the rest of the game, sort yes, of thing? Okay, yes. so those are the stakes. That's the stakes, and like they can get critically wounded and not be on be able to go on another mission for 14 days, and then they might even be shook when they come back. And if they're shook, they need to make it through a whole mission without getting hurt. Can they be because, woke as well? Yes, yeah, they come back and they're like, <laughs> the most "Hey man, I don't think the phrase guy." is cool <laughs> it's too gender normative let's just say hey people <laughs> you're like whoa <laughs> well, my level okay. 17 ranger has shadow strike and also is super woke the yeah. most PC PC game okay yeah, right. I, well, well done XCOM uh, I'll have to try that out it's yeah. really fun I got it on Steam it wasn't expensive and it really is like it's just simple fun strategy and it's like Getting to a point where you set up like two sharpshooters on Overwatch, which means they strike the first time they see someone. Then you have like a grenader throw a grenade at a group of bad guys that you Scatter snuck up on. Away. They start running out to see what's going on, and your sharpshooters are take. You can like have real military esque strategy, That's cool. like yeah. a nice orchestrated. Yeah, event and it's all to it's like one of those all about the cover games. Like, are you in full cover, half cover, percentages to get hit and shit like okay. that? Okay, it's really I'll check that out, and it really like scratches a lot of itches with the RPG. Uh, spaceship like the world level of it so i just interviewed this guy daniel mullins he made a game called the hex he made a game called pony island which was like an indie game jam thing it's not about ponies or islands (laughs) okay but you do play a pony in it very weird (laughs) the hex is i'm just i don't want to say too much and spoil it it's like 10 bucks on steam full indie um you it's got a little bit of an rpg it's got XCOM like tile and tactics uh, it's got uh, platforming, like jumping like Mario. It's got first-person shooter in there. It literally, you you play like six different characters all in the same world. Some of the characters know their video game characters. Uh, some of the video game characters will talk to you knowing that you're the player and you're there. The video game itself will try to kill you because it believe it, it doesn't want you there. Oh, um, interesting. It's, it's, I'm writing Hex Yeah, right it's now. really good. It's called The Hex, and it's like the inception of games. It's a delightful romp. And if you've ever, if you were, especially if you were raised on video games, there's so many like in jokes and so many like links and nods to like the NPC that's controlling the game and the blah, blah, blah. Really good. But you'll, at one point, you'll, (laughs) at one point you're playing and Twitch chat slides out and they're telling you what to do. And you're like, what the fuck? 
am I, am I streaming right now? And then it pops up with like a game genie thing at the bottom for you to hack the game in real time. And so like you're game genie. Yeah. 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 Oh, game genie and game shark. Game. Remember those fucking Fuck things yeah. too? How did they work? Uh, so hex based editing, you could do this on the PC, but you couldn't do that with a cartridge. It was a lock system. So what they would do is like, um, the, the, the hex of a game that's running in real time, that's really interesting. So there, there was a game called Soft Ice or a program called Soft Ice on the computer. It was basically the game gene. What you do is you'd play Doom and you'd, you'd uh, tell Soft Ice to run. You'd take a step forward and then maybe like get shot, right? Then you'd go back to Soft Ice and go like, hey, what changed? What memory addresses changed? And be like, all of these. Okay, cool. Then you go back into the game. Don't move. Get shot. Go back to soft ice. Okay, what changed? Okay, now this little address changed. Okay, go back into the game again. Get shot. Go back in. And if you did that enough time, if you track the changes of the game's code over time, you could isolate, oh, this value is your player's health. This value is their ammo. Uh, this value is how high Mario jumps, right? Uh, so you can just be like, do, 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 and so, do, do, yeah, do, so yeah. Game Genie was basically like, they so figured out- So sort of out, like going in the arcades like we talked about earlier. 100%, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Game Genie, they were like, oh, we know the hex of Mario, or we know that Double Dragon, this is your player's health. We're gonna freeze that. And what you do is you put in the code to the Game Genie, which would tell the Game Genie, whenever this value comes through, don't change it, just freeze it. Or when this value comes through, which is a jump and it should be 10, make it 100. Yeah, Let Mario make... jump into another fucking oh level. My God, and so that's... that's what it was. It would look for these values and it would either freeze them or tweak them in some way. And you could really break games. It was truly like magic. Yeah. I remember when like one dude had it and you were like, what? You can just like, you put your game in it and then you put it in the machine and it just gets it. It's like so wild. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's all. What, what? All right. Let's uh, wrap this up pretty soon. But what games are you either playing? We kind of talked about what you're playing now. Yeah. Brawl Stars. Brawl Stars and, is fucking great. Well, are any games you're looking to looking forward to on the horizon on the horizon I, you know i did the anthem beta which is a ea's new game it's like destiny but third person and you right away you're uh you're in a, you, you play complain a squad co-op uh you have a crazy cool fucking jetpack and you can sprint and dodge and do barrel rolls and you can fly and then dive underwater but you're still kind of flying oh. so the movement is awesome the gunplay felt really good oh, i cool. hope they don't drop the ball on it but it's it's bioware oh that's so a really good character boost. development yeah, yeah, yeah really good like dialogue real good world building and just from that little alpha that i played that was only a couple little areas exploring the world flying around fucking throwing rockets at aliens and other like mercenaries and then flying up hovering and machine gunning down oh on that's fucking compound. awesome and then someone else just flies up because it's a shared world you know like uh, oh hey you want to group up cool <laughs> let's keep spraying these people with bullets yeah i'm excited for that oh that's really fun yeah, that sounds awesome the only game and i just briefly watched a trailer of it is the Cyberpunk 2020 game? Oh fuck there. yeah! That looks yeah, CD really Project Red. Yeah, yeah, that looks pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, uh, that's one of those where it's like, oh, I really hope I can play this game anyway because the, when they demo it, they're like, on this mission, Bob is doing X, but he could do Y, Z, or twelve, or purple. And you're like, right. what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're like, the only reason this mission is playing this way is because he's unlocked the sniper ability. Right. And you're like, oh shit. Wait, you know what? I want to before we go. I I think I'm becoming anti-multiplayer game. Okay. You know what I disliked about Heroes of the Storm is that there's no pausing for 25 minutes. Yeah. It's fun that it's digestible, that it's like 25-minute games where you're like, okay, I'm going to play two games and then get back to work. Mm -hmm. I never did that. But, uh, but, <laughs> but like, you had the option. I had the option. But like it would be like my wife would come home from work and I'd be in the middle of a game and I'm like, hi, babe, miss you. Sorry that the kitchen sink's out there, yeah. but I No, I, I just built my ult and if I, I got to pop it, ah, shit. Ah. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, fuck, I'm dead. I have 60 seconds. Run out, kiss her on the lips be like oh cool are these your bags let me help you put these away she's like are you okay i'm like sweating like i'm like when i'm on cool down our relationship heats up any <laughs> right. other time no no quick hurry up take your pants off <laughs> 
So I admit, and then XCOM was uh, a one-player game, and then like playing uh, here, uh, Shadow of Mordor, mm-hmm. playing fucking, and I realized that was part of what I liked about Skyrim. You know, I was like, oh, I don't need to get locked into somebody else's schedule because because I'm a stoner and I like to get high and play games. I like to, not like to, but will tend to leave my controller and wander around the yeah, house for like a half pace, hour. Yeah, yeah and I'm like, come back to yeah, it. I'm like, yeah. oh, I just, I spent a half hour making fucking uh, ground beef. I don't want to come, like, I like to be able to come back and the game's just sitting there and your character's going like. Just Doing the waiting. idle animation, yeah, just yeah. waiting. Sonic's <laughs> tapping his foot, blowing yeah. a snot bubble. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I still, like, so many good games keep coming out for multiplayer. I'm like, well, I'll just fucking deal. Well, yeah. and the good thing about like a hybrid like Anthem is that it, it at least from what they're promising and from other games that have done it like a destiny is that you can hop in with your friends, run a couple missions. If you need to back out, you fucking, you back out. Right. Your friends continue on. It's not like you interrupt their game or they have to stop or whatever. Right. You like can go kiss your wife yeah, exactly. and then get back to it. If you care to, right. you know, someone was telling me once that they played, uh, I forget what game it was. Maybe it was World of Warcraft with a bunch of like like stoner 30-somethings. And it would yeah. be like, every once in a while, I'd be like, all right, guys, let's take a break. And you would just see like 10 tunes standing in a room <laughs> while everyone's clearly smoking weed and hanging out. Yeah. And it's just like all, all the bubblers their- <laughs> on TeamSpeak. <laughs> right, yeah. All the avatars are just like sitting with their heads down, not doing These anything. Fucking addicts. <laughs> we could be grinding right now. The worst, I, I know we have to wrap it up. I'm, I'm, so I'll, Next time we'll come back because I'm, now, I'm, now I'm bumped. Um, <laughs> now I'm ready. To smoke I'm weed. gesturing to a I'm gesturing to a, a marijuana cigarette and saying now I am bummed uh, <laughs> because it's not lit. Um, but the the most tragic thing I, I like tragic stories because I'm a I'm a deeply fucked up dark person. Yeah, I got um, gathered. Good, good, thank you. Uh, the clues so, are there, and so maybe you have one as well. Uh, but uh, the worst situation was when the original X or the excuse me the Xbox One came out and it had the Connect right, and that thing was always on. I like the Connect. I actually liked that as a peripheral. I would do the workout stuff. I would tell my TV to turn on and to watch TV, I used it. But what people didn't know was that if you plugged in a controller, like for a headset, and you're chatting with your friends like we were while playing Titanfall, and you unplug the headset, the Kinect microphone kicks on by default. And what happened in this particular gaming case was that somebody's uh, girlfriend, I think fiance at the time, came home. There was a bit of an argument brewing about something. He unplugs the headset, but then the puts the controller down. down. So we're playing Titanfall. His robot is there in the power down state, and we're hearing, "Well, that's the fucking pro." And like, on speakerphone, more or less. Oh, because, blast! Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. even louder. It was right. even louder, and we could kind of hear ourselves going, "Uh, hey, anybody have uh, his phone number? Anybody want to call?" And then we hear the phone ringing in the background. Oh, answer the phone! I'm not gonna fucking answer the phone when you buy. Like, oh, answer the phone! Oh, please, please, please answer the phone. We're trying to help. And it was one of the. Oh my god, I felt so powerless and helpless. Oh. And in that moment, it was like, wow. That it was. I was. I was. I wanted to blame technology. I wanted to blame everything else. It. Was, it just happened. It was unfortunate. <laughs> But I realized like that is one of the most intimate things ever. Like I, I happily talk about the uh, details of intimacy, like how right. I how I fuck is that's fair game. But how you fight yeah. is particularly no one personal. You, you right? know, it's not a positive reflection of neither you nor the person you're no. arguing with. No, both of you look bad. <laughs> right. like, and it's like you're like. You don't. You don't want anyone to see that. It's a. Ne- it's an inevitability. It's a, a foundation it of happens. a relationship, but foundation of relationships. <laughs> <laughs> we built our entire relationship on fighting with each other. But it's like an, it's a necessity. It's a. It's a necessary evil. It's cool that a car alarm's happening right outside the studio. That's. 
if any, if this is even. Should being... we put the mics down and fight with them? <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's you know, you had a nice logical end to the podcast, and I was like, hold on, let me tell a deeply depressing story about people fighting. Maybe this just never. This is the Patreon exclusive. Oh yeah, this, this is, is like, past the pay. Want to hear a dark story? <laughs> pay one extra dollar. This one. No, are you kidding? Uh, a good ending? Well, that's not a part of High and Mighty. <laughs> I always, I, I genuinely always leave your podcast with a smile and happy, and I always appreciate it. So it's been a pleasure to. Oh, it's sit been down awesome to have you on. I've been like watching you t talk to me about tech and games for like 10 plus years. It's awesome. nice to be friends with you now. Um, well, Kevin, what's the name? Your podcast is called Pointless. The Pointless Podcast. Yeah. And people can find me. I'm at Attack on Twitter. They can find me. I'm always, that's pretty much me. I'm promoting shit. Right. That's yeah. about it. Right. Yeah. Welcome to social media. So <laughs> at Attack on Twitter and it's the Pointless Podcast. And is there anything else you'd want people to check out? Yeah, I know you guys are doing a bunch of shit. Over We're doing there. a ton of stuff. Yeah. Most of it is not worth your time and trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so it's mostly worth my time and trouble. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got to afford the addiction outside of that you don't be concerned with it but yeah the, the pointless podcast I'd appreciate it if people gave it a listen yeah I was I was on an episode if that's like a thing that would get you to jump over there since you're listening to High and Mighty currently but also um, tweet at attack and at Gabrus on Twitter with the games you're looking forward to give us some and maybe some indie steam gems too like something that maybe I'm sure we maybe are as informed, but I'm curious what other people are playing. Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Try the hex, and I you got to join me in Brawl Stars. And all, right, all your gonna, listeners should too, because we should get Brawl Stars. we should get some clans going and get it down. It's really fun. I swear you'll like it. All right, I'm going to download Brawl, uh, Brawl Stars and the Hex today. Awesome. Um, well, Kevin, thanks for coming on. Bud. Thank you, sir. As always, I'm at Gabrus on social media. Check out Action Boys on Patreon. Action Boys with a Z. Biz. Check out Raised by TV wherever you get podcasts. And uh, look for me in January. I don't even know when this episode's coming out, so never mind. See you later, shitheads. That was a headgum podcast.